Hello, and welcome to The Shift Zone. I'm your host, Val Dorsey. This podcast provides tips and tools to help you shift your mindset and shift your actions to both activate and step into your zones of personal and professional success. Hello, hello, hello. Today we have joining us Lisa Lanaola. Hello, Lisa. Hello, hello. So, Lisa, before we yeah. start, okay, I have one question for you. Are you ready to step into the zone? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm okay. ready. Let's get it. So, Lisa Lanaola owner of Lanaola Styles. She's here joining us today. Now, we have all of your information in the show notes, but I want you to tell the listeners just a little bit about Lisa. Okay, I can do that. Like you said, my name is Lisa Lanaola. I am a mom of one. My daughter is 22. I'm a wife for the past almost eight years. I live in New York. Originally born on the lovely island of Jamaica and my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Grew up in Brooklyn. So I'm a Brooklynite and I am the owner of Lana Ola Styles, Lana Ola LLC. My website, lisalanaola.com, is where you can find me. And uh, that's where I have some accessories for you, some lovely, lovely accessories. So that's that. You guys, Lisa and I met when we took a course. We took a course on business building when she and I were both trying to build our business. I was venturing out into another space beside law practice, and Lisa was working hard building her business. And I'm telling you, she has done such a fantastic job of building her online shop. But one thing I noticed about Lisa is her authenticity. Lisa and I, since then, have participated in what I call a mastermind of women who collaborate with each other to make sure that we're moving forward with our goals, to keep checks on each other, and just to have that support group to make sure that we're moving in the right direction. Lisa is the most authentic person. I know. (laughs) She's laughing, but she is. She is one big ball of energy. I love her, and I know that you're going to love her too. Since meeting you, I thank you so much, Val, for supporting me in my entrepreneurial journey. I know you've been doing this entrepreneurial thing for like years, and for you to support a newbie like me, I was so, so grateful, and I'm so, so thankful. I'm so, so happy to know you and to have you in my life. You bought the products. You did your own commercials for it. Sure <laughs> people don't even understand like how important that is. I, you were like my influencer, my first influencer. So I really, really just want to say thank you for being authentic and being a true mentor to me. I really appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> anytime, anytime. <laughs> now, Lisa, in my book, The Shift Zone, that's going to come out in 2022, one of the things I talk about is being able to shift into authenticity. It's a problem area for a lot of people. And I'm not going to lie and say that it has not at some point been a problem for me. We don't all just start being our authentic selves because I think when we're growing up, 
I think that life conditions us to kind of downplay who we are because of various reasons. One of the things I've noticed about you is that when I initially met you, you were just authentic. I never questioned your authenticity. So I just want you to talk to the listeners a little bit about your journey. Just where do you come from? Who's Lisa? Were you always this person? Or how did you get to the point where you trusted yourself enough to just be your authentic self? Okay. I was born to teenage parents. My mom was 16. My dad was 19. They had me in Jamaica. I migrated to New York when I was like four or five with my grandmother. So my grandmother raised me and um, grew up in East New York, Brooklyn. It was not the richest of neighborhoods. It was actually the poorest of neighborhoods. I'm not going to, you know, sugarcoat it. And uh, we shared a bedroom together, my grandmother and I, and we went to the food pantry. We had the cheese, the blocks of cheese, government cheese. And we just, we had to bring return bottles back to the store. You know, there was just homelessness and a lot of stuff. And through it all, my grandmother went to church. She took me to church every week and she praised God. And she just instilled in me from the beginning to be grateful for whatever I had. So it's like, even though we were standing in line getting stuff, it was like I still had. You know what I mean? And I thought there were people who didn't have. So I always just started off being grateful. And that's, I guess, she instilled it in, in me from the beginning, from when I was just a little kid. And that's how I started off being really, really just authentic. And I think authenticity starts from being grateful for what you have. Even in the situation that you're in, it might not be the best at that time, but you need to be accepting of it, you know, and just be able to grow from it and be able to learn from it and be able to move on. So that's where it started for me, being with my grandmother, being raised by her and being just taught to be grateful for what I had at that time, even though we didn't have much, you know, we didn't have much at all, Val. That's really interesting that you say that. And it just made me think because I, too, come from a similar background. I mean, I was raised by my mom, but we were not wealthy by any stretch of the imagination. We were considered poor. And it's easy for you to want to be in another situation when you're poor. So for you to be able to steal accept where you were and be grateful for it at such a young age. Because gratitude is not something that is really taught when you're that young. You know, it was a concept that I really just started diving into as an adult. So it's really interesting for you to say that. And the thing is, we live in New York, the rich city and all that. And there were people, I never thought about people on Madison Avenue or Park Avenue or anything like that. I didn't think about wanting what they had. I didn't even think about them at all. It was just my space. It was what I had. My grandmother, she stayed home. She made me breakfast before I went to school. I was like grateful for that. You know, a lot of people, they went to school hungry and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And we had food and seeing her go to church every week and just be happy and praising God. It's like, oh my gosh, this is our life. You know, we're happy and she's happy. So I'm happy. And she made me happy. And I never thought about like being envious of anybody else or jealous of anybody else. It was just accepting what I had and just working with it. 
And that's what I did. Then I had my daughter at 21 and I still didn't have a lot because me and my daughter, we shared a room as a single mom. After I had my daughter, my grandmother died a couple of years after that. And Val, that's when I realized that life is short. Life is short. Say it one more time. <laughs> just one more time because I just want to make sure that everyone hears it. Short. So when I sit and I listen to people talk, I assess it and I think about what they're saying. Because some people only talk Val in the negative. They don't say anything positive. And I mean, even in my daughter and I shared a room, I was on, what do you call that, food stamps for a year or two at some point. Mm -hmm. Val, I realized life is short. And I never... I never was jealous of anybody or wanted what other people have. I just found peace in what I had. And I realized that I needed to accept that and just work at it. So I got a job. It wasn't making a lot. I had a job and whatever I had, I made, I put some savings in it. I spent time with my daughter. I made sure to spend time with her, say whatever I needed to say, but I like to speak positive over my life, even though I wasn't in the best of situations. And that's one thing I really want your audience to understand. Even in the situation that you're in, even if it's not the best of situations at that time, speak positive, speak positive. Because if you only speak negative, if you have a child, they're going to hear that negativity all the time. They're going to hear the jealousy. They're going to hear the enviousness that, that you're talking. You have to speak positive over your life and your life will reflect that. You do. Because there's a quote and I can't remember who said it. I'm good about knowing quotes and, and sometimes forgetting who said them, but there's a guy that said, you can't be authentically happy if you're not authentically you. And I think when you are focusing on other people, you are wishing you were somewhere else. You are not being grateful for what you have, but you're not being authentically you and you can't be happy because you're consumed with everything else but you and who you are. I was listening to your interview with Viv Nicole and she was saying, like, bad days are going to come. But I feel like positive people, we don't think about staying down. Like, your mind shifts, Val, and you're just like, okay, yes, I'm going to stay in bed. I'm going to cry. Yes, I'm going to feel the pain. I'm going to feel the hurt. But I know at the end of the day, tomorrow, there will be sunshine. And that's what I look that's what I look towards, you know, I'm not going to say, oh, it's going to rain forever. Oh, the rain is pouring down on me. So I like that conversation that you had with her because she spoke the truth. Positive people do not stay down. They don't. You know, you got to think about tomorrow and the sun coming out. One of the things I always say on my platform with the shift zone is that you're not always going to feel good. That's unrealistic because we're living life. Life happens. Even when we feel like we're doing our best, we're feeling our best. We'll wake up one day and something happens to just make you not feel your best. But it's about being able to get back to that place where you feel personal success, which is your personal happiness, and also professional success if that's what you want. 
One of the things with authenticity is I think it's a major factor in you being able to be successful. Because how can you be successful if you're not being yourself? I think lack of authenticity is a distraction. And everything that you do from that place is not you. And people can see it. Yep. (laughs) And it creates more frustration when you're trying to build, like you and your business, Lisa Lanola, Lanola Styles is authentically you with your umbrellas (laughs) and your hats. I'm like, this is Lisa. If I saw you doing it some other way, I would be calling you saying, hey, what's up? (laughs) Like, what's up? Exactly. Just talk to people about how important it is to just be authentic when you're trying to get to that that next level and move up because it can be a major barrier when you're out there trying to copycat the style of everyone else when you're trying to build your thing. One thing I like that my family allows, my husband, my daughter, my sisters, my brothers, they allow me to be free and to be authentically myself. And when I'm producing content, I could be whatever I want. Like if we're in a room and you tell a joke, Val, I laugh from my gut. I am not scared (laughs) to like laugh from my gut, you know, and I just want to be my true self. Building a business is like, you have to do it the way that you want to do it, not the way that somebody else is going to do it. And things might not work out. You find a way to shift. You find a way to shift and make adjustments, but you have to stay true to who you are. One thing I know is I sell products to people who need them. Some people are looking for things, Val, looking for things to make them happy, looking for happiness in someplace else, but you have to find the happiness within yourself. You know what I mean? So it's like find the happiness within yourself and then you go out and you buy the things that you need, not things that you think are going to make you happy. Make sense? You know, and I can remember when you had your launch of your website and it was your day and you were trying to make sales. And when you hit that mark, that dance you did on Instagram, (laughs) but it was like the best thing ever because I said, this is the most authentic celebration I have ever seen. You were crying, you were dancing, you were shouting, you were doing everything, but that's just Lisa. But you know what? I can guarantee you that you had so much satisfaction from doing things your way. Because the truth is, when you're out here trying to build your business and you're looking at everyone else and you're not being yourself, you're never going to be satisfied because you will always be chasing that version of someone else that's not you. You'll always be doing that. It's so true. It's so true. The products that I that I offer to people, I chose them because they represent who I am. Like I'm colorful, I'm vibrant, I'm I'm just loud, whatever it is. So I choose those things for people who who need those things. And I offer the umbrellas, the colorful umbrellas, because that's who I am and that's what I think that people need. And they've been embracing them and loving them. So I'm like, okay, it's good out here, you know? So I love it. And look, sidetrack, sidetrack. Do you have any more of the sunshine umbrellas? Because <laughs> I, I need to get one. Yes, yeah. But I agree with you. The products that you sell, and this is probably because I know you. When I look at them, 
I say, that's Lisa. It's a representation of you. I can see your personality in everything that you do. Even when you post your content, when you send your emails, I can just see this is Lisa. This is not someone else talking. This is not (laughs) someone who wrote this email for her. That sounds like some Jane Doe has nothing to do with her. When I send my products out, when somebody buys a product and they send it out, I write my own handwritten notes to each and every person. If I know them or not, I just write my own handwritten notes out there. So they're getting me. They're getting me. You say I'm your influencer, but you being authentically you and just having that light that comes from you is an inspiration to me. When you're your authentic self, People love to see you. Aww. You know, they they love what you have to say, you know, and, and I think that's just a major thing that's really important because you never know what type of influence you will have on another person just by being yourself. I try, Val, I try to speak positive every day. And it's not about being fake positivity because sometimes on Instagram, you see people just being positive all the time, but it's like, I really hate to be ungrateful because it's like I have so many things to be, so many blessings in my life that I just hate to sit and complain. Like I really, really do. I try my hardest not to do it. I like to give compliments and it's not fake compliments, but I like to live a life to let people know that I love them. The people that I love, I want them to know. So it's like, I'm not afraid to compliment. I'm not afraid to tell somebody I love them. I'm not afraid to hug. I'm not afraid to speak positivity. And it's like, you know, we're going to have bad days, but it's like, you know, don't dwell on those bad days. That's what I really want people to realize that don't dwell on those things. Just be your true self and speak positivity in your life. If I could give them one tip, it's like compliment someone every day. Let someone know that you appreciate them. Don't keep it in and hold it in and think, okay, they'll know or they'll think or, you know, let it out and be free and learn to compliment people and to praise people and to show people that you love them and you appreciate them because life is too short now. We could go at any minute. So you have to live the life that you were meant to live. Right. And it is not the life that someone else was meant to live. It's yours. And you know, one thing about complimenting people, when you can genuinely compliment a person, be happy for them, wish them well, love them, it brings you closer to your authenticity because you're not wasting your energy wanting to do something else or being jealous of someone else. No. Nope. So it's kind of like a self-help practice yep. to put yourself in that space where that outward expression of love that you give to other people brings you closer to you, makes you appreciate yourself more. Because you don't have any ill feelings that, that's getting no. in the way of your energy. Agree, agree, agree. And if you feel some way about something and it's and you know it's a negative thing, sometimes you can tell people how you really feel. You understand what I'm saying? But right. if they know it's coming from you from a genuine place, like, do you want the truth? I'm gonna give it to you. And it's you're not gonna bash them and you're not gonna do anything like you know to make them feel too too bad, but you're just gonna let them know the truth, but be authentic. So don't hide things and just try to think that everything is rosy with me or anything, because it's not, you know. But I, I'm not afraid to tell people the truth and it comes from a good place and it's just honesty. 
I just thought about something while you were talking. <laughs> Do you guys know that Lisa is a rapper? Oh! <laughs> I know that. Do you guys know that Lisa is a rapper? She is an entrepreneur, but she is also a rapper. And when you talk about authenticity, Lisa is the kind of person who just does what she wants to do when she wants to do it. Some things that I would just be like, I would just be so fearful of just putting myself out there like that. Lisa is on Instagram rapping, singing. You know, one day it's gospel. One day she's Snoop Dogg. You know, (laughs) she's just always so fun. And I think you're so fun because you're so you. And this brings me to the next point. There's another thing that I feel like is a major barrier for people trying to get to their zone of success. And that is not having an appreciation for life. And I know we talked about gratitude and feeling grateful, but I feel like that full appreciation for life comes out in your expressions, the way you express your appreciation towards life. Because I see you when you're going on your trips. And I think you just recently took a trip where you just kind of went out and explored some things. And I'm like, everywhere Lisa goes, she finds something interesting and she just makes it look like heaven. Like you do that. And that comes from you appreciating. You just seem to appreciate life so much. Val, I'm telling you, when I say life is short, my motto is to live every day like it's my last day on earth. When I had my daughter, then a couple of years later, my grandmother died. I just started to live life like it was my last day on earth. And it's like, what do I want to do? What will make me happy right now? I'm going to do it. And my family, I love them because they accept me. And my husband, I laugh loud and he doesn't tell me to change. He never (laughs) says no to me. It's like he accepts me for who I am, you know? And the thing is, when I walk into a room, I don't look at people jealous type and stuff like that. I, I think about, what can I do to improve the lives of the people here? What can I do to make this room better? So if it's like, my family knows me, I'm a gamer, I'm a game night. I love having game night, karaoke, anything fun. It's like, I want to bring fun to everyone's life that I know. You know what I mean? Because life is too short. A lot of people have a lot of stress foul. A lot of people have a lot of things going on in their lives. If, if I can just inject some of my, my energy into them for a couple of minutes or a couple of hours, that's what I want to do. So it's like any room that I walk into, what can we do that's fun? Let's, let's liven up this place. Let's just bring the energy, you know? And some people, if they don't know me, they might think, oh, this is, you know, she can't be this way all the time. You know, it's like, but I'm just like, that's yes, what she I, is. <laughs> she is. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> And I try not to be, because, you know, some people are just like high energy all the time. I know when to tone it. I do tone it down. But it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, let's, life is too short to be stressed, Val. I just want your audience to know. They might have heavy burdens. They might have a lot of things on their shoulders. They might have a lot of issues, a lot of problems. But there has to be one thing that's going right in their life. There has to be one thing. I mean, no one can tell me that they don't have one thing because they're breathing. So it's like, 
God let me breed another day, Val, I'm going to tell him thank you. And I'm going to, I'm going to let everybody know, God let me breathe another day. You know what I mean? I can't mess around and be down like be be sad. <laughs> this is this might be the this might be the last day he let me breathe here. I can't be down. <laughs> right. You know, we've gotten to the point where, and I know I've been guilty of this. I've been kind of working on just trying to just kind of tighten that grip a little bit on myself. Cause you get so caught up in the mix of life that you forget how to have fun. You know, when we were children. No one had to tell you how to have fun. <laughs> no one had to tell you to turn up and, and get live and laugh and, you know, run and They dance. let you go outside. It's like, I'm free now. I'm out. <laughs> but the older you get and the more things you have to experience and, you know, it may be your job, it may be family, it may be building a business, you forget how to have fun. Because people put those limitations on us, Val. Right. People limit us and tell us, okay, we are now making a certain amount of money. We have to be a certain way. We have to be this way. It's like, no, I'm going to loosen up. I'm going to be that way when I need to, but I'm also going to be the way that, you know, the way I want to be because that's the way that I am. So I tell people, don't let people put limitations on you. Don't let people put limitations on you. I take my dog to the park. If I see some kids playing double Dutch, guess what? And I want to play, oh, let's, I'm hopping right in. I'm hopping <laughs> right in. I might not know how to play all these other other games, but I'll, the ones I want, I'm going to hop in. Hula hoop, I'm in. <laughs> and you know, when you lose that, I'm not going to say when you lose it, when you lose sight of that pure appreciation for life, you can become so stressed out. You can become so isolated. And I know for me personally, I was at that point a few years ago where I had kind of gotten to the point of all work and no play. And I was working, making money, doing everything I needed to do on a professional level. But my social life, my fun, it was like at a negative one. And I felt the effects of it. Yeah. And when you do allow yourself to appreciate your life, when you just open up, you start feeling better. And then you start getting better even in your job because you're releasing some of that stress. And transforming that stress into a positive energy that you can put into work, that you can put into parenthood. I just think it's important to just remember that you should be able to express the way you feel about your life, your appreciation for life. I want to free everybody listening right now. No one has control of your life. No one can tell you who to be and what to be and when to be, nothing. You have control of your life right now. If you say, I want to go out and do something, go out and do it. Val, tell them, go out and go out and do it. No, seriously. Because it's like some people, they have all these limitations on them. They have all these limitations thinking, Society wants me to be this way. Society wants me to be that way. Or my mom, my dad, my my grandmother, my daughter, my husband, they want me to be this way. No. No one can tell you who to be or when to be. You have control of your life. Take it. Whatever you want to do at this minute, go out and do it. Unless it's illegal, then don't do it. But... (laughs) 
<laughs> other than that, I say go out and do it. Go out and do it. And if they need some inspiration or some tips or some <laughs> ideas on how to enjoy themselves, the only thing you have to do is follow Lisa on social because she's going to give it to you. I love having fun. I was I it about a month ago. You were, you were in the corn maze. Yeah, I you went on to the Michigan. Farm. Yep, I went to Michigan. <laughs> I went to my first corn maze. I'm not a fan of corn mazes, Val. Have you ever done one? No. It's long and it was because it, it was muddy because it rained the day before and I didn't wear the right shoes. So I was slipping and sliding. We had to take the shortcut out because I was like, it's it, you could take three hours in a maze to get out. <laughs> That's not, I wasn't a fan. I'm not a fan. But you tried it and you will I go did. out and you I will did. try new things. And you're always looking for that. But you're trip too. You was just, you was just, um, I can't even remember all the places you went. It was more than one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going on a trip with you. You're going to go on a trip and you're going to get out there and see what they have to offer. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be the person on the beach reading a book and Lisa's going to be in the mix trying to figure out, hey, what do you have to offer me? You're not just going to go to a city and post. No, that, that's no. for me to do. But that's important because being yourself, just just not trying to walk around with a mask on every day. No. And also making sure that you live your life to the fullest yep. is so important. If you don't have authenticity and an appreciation for life on a personal level, you're not going to feel good. No, no. And you know what I realized, Val? I shared a room with my grandmother. So she shared a lot of stories about life. And I like to talk to people and find out, you know, things about their life and stuff like that. So as I speak to people that are older and older adults, they regret certain things. And I don't want to be 60, 70, 80 saying, oh, you know what? I should have went out and did that. I should have went out and did this. Why didn't I do this? No, I can't even do this anymore. I can't even walk. You know, Val, I I don't want to be that person. I don't want to. I want to say, whenever God tells me it's time, my time is up. I want to say that I live the life that made me happy. Not my daughter, not my husband, not my sister, not my brother, not my cousins. The life that made Lisa Lanaola happy is what I want to live. Nobody else. And I've probably said this a thousand times. I've probably posted it a thousand times, but there's a quote and plenty of people have said it, that they don't want to be on their deathbed with the ghosts of life standing around them saying, you could have brought us to life, but we have to die with you. And all of those ghosts represent the things that you could have done, all of the goals that you had that you never achieved, all of the ideas, everything you wanted to try, but you were too afraid of what other people would think about it. Those are going to be the ghosts around your bed when you get to that point. And unfortunately, it's at a point where it's too late. Yeah. And I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. I don't want to be sitting there wishing I would have done these things. Yeah. No, no. Life is too short for that. God made us different. We're, we're, we're different. We're unique. We're not all the same. Go out and be, go out and show people who you are. Go out and be who you really are. That's the life that we were meant to live. I tell people all the time, if you don't have your mindset in the right place, it's going to spill over into your ability to build a successful business. It's just not all about 
just trying to build your career or make the money or build that business. It's about building you. Yeah. Because building you and doing these things that we're talking about is what's going to make you be able to withstand all of the things that are going to come your way. And if they find the people that are listening, if they find that they aren't happy with the situation that they want to change, take the time to change it. Like what I do every year, and I think everyone should do it, Val, I grow every year. If you're not growing, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Every year I look back at the previous year, what mistakes did I make? What did I learn from that? What can I do better? How how will I be better? What what did I do right? What can I continue to grow on? Take the time, sit down, assess that. Because if not, your mind will still be the same as it was when you were younger. And I feel as we're getting older each and every year, we need to make that assessment and make those adjustments. And you already know I'm really big on vision. You know that. And I always <laughs> say... It sets the tone for the rest of your life. I don't care if you're just now trying to get back on track or you feel like you're just starting out. It's your vision that basically creates a map for how you're going to live your life. And like you said, if you don't take that time to sit down and reflect and analyze and say, hey, how am I feeling? How am I doing? How do I feel about this event that happened? You know, how do I feel about my progress in life? If you don't look at yourself. You're going to keep on doing the same thing. Okay. Say say you make those assessments and somebody hurt you or somebody did something that you don't like. Don't be afraid to let them know. Some people hold it in and they, they just stop talking to somebody or they just keep it in and keep being hurt. Sit down with the person, let them know what they did, how they hurt you or what was wrong. And then y'all make adjustments together. You know what I mean? But that's right. also part of, assessing things and adjusting accordingly. Don't keep things in. Let people know what they did to you and make the adjustments. And if they don't make the adjustments, then they have to go and you're going to keep being who you are. And you're going to feel free. And, And that sense of freedom is what makes it easier for you to appreciate life. Yeah. Because you don't feel so held back by situations, past mistakes, you know, things that you want to try to do over that you can't, you know, you're just, you're just free and you can move on. Yeah. Now I want to ask you a couple of questions and these are questions that I ask all of my guests. Okay. And the first thing is, I know for a fact that in this game of life, okay, <laughs> you are going to get thrown off. And if a person wanted to refocus or just kind of get themselves back in the game of life, what would be a suggestion? What would be that tip that you would give them to just kind of refocus and get back into the vision of what they want to create in their life? I'm big on setting goals. It's what I do. It's what I've been helping people do. I feel like we set goals, make a plan. You work that plan. Whenever you fall off track, you find someone, get a mentor of whoever it is to help you assess it, and you create and you adjust that plan and you just keep going from there. But a lot of people, Val, they get the goal, create the plan. They do steps one, two, three is like, 
oh my gosh, it's so hard. I don't know what to do. I'm lost. I don't have anyone to help me. I'm going to quit. Get back in the game. Adjust it. If you can't do step three, find someone to help you make adjustments and you keep going from there. But how are you going to know what you can achieve or what you can do if you just stop at step three? You know what I mean, Val? It's like you have to just make the necessary adjustments and keep going. Do not quit. That's my that's my tip for that. <laughs> I mean, that's good advice because, hey, well, you know, I'm a really goal-oriented person. And I, and I write down goals, you know, for the year and for my quarter and for my months. But do you know how many times I have to pull that out? And say, hey, what did you say you were going to do? <laughs> you didn't do this thing. What do you need to look at? What do you need to readjust to get back to that? Otherwise, you're just going to fall off and you are going to be off track. So that's a good idea. If you have some roadmap or some plan, it's easy for you to reflect on something and readjust. And don't make too many goals. Then you overwhelm yourself because it's like, okay, I'm so overwhelmed now. I have too much to do. One or two goals for the, you know, for the year or for the month or whatever you want to do. And then you can plan accordingly there and adjust. You know, it's not as bad or hard to adjust one or two plans for two goals. But if you have like five goals for the year, Val, and you fall off, you're really not going to want to get back in the game. So keep it light. I got like a hundred cents. But here's the thing, though. I'm not just starting out. And yeah. so I work on myself a lot. Yep. And that's a good point because if you're just starting to try to get yourself together, don't set unrealistic no. expectations and set no. yourself up for failure. <laughs> I have to have a lot of goals. I run two businesses and, you know, so I have to have a lot going on. But I understand what you're saying with making your goals realistic so that you can achieve. Yes. Them. Yeah. That's it. And just breaking it down and working mm-hmm. your plan. Yep. Now, the next question. It's something that's really important. I always tell people that we are all a work in progress. And while they may look at you and they may look at me and think that we don't have any issues or we have everything together, that's just not true. I'm always working on something. And quite frankly, I'm always in a shift zone where I need to kind of readjust and work on something. So if you could tell the audience one area or one shift that Lisa, is working on right now, what would that be? Okay. My biggest thing for this year, and I'm making it a priority, is to work on relationships. Like I know a lot of people and we have fun together and stuff like that, but I'm I'm trying to deepen the the relationships that I have because I want people to know that they can depend on me when needed, that we can have fun together when needed, that I love them. I want the people in my life that I love to know that I love them. I want to spend more time with the people that I love because it's so hard. Even my best friend, she's a nurse to, to, and she just had two kids. They're both under three. And it's like to get together with her, I have to book an appointment, honestly, three weeks in advance, you know, because it's like we, we leave such busy lives. So it's like, I want the people in my life to know that I love them. So this year I'm working on relationships. I'm working on relationships. I have to make that a priority. <laughs> That's a good, that was a, a good, good that was a good question though. <laughs> Let me tell you this. What I started doing in 2019 
when I started setting my goals for the year is making sure that once I broke those goals down, I had a section that says spiritual family and life. Because I realized that I had started setting goals mostly in my professional life yeah. and not in my personal life. Yeah. And so then your relationships start to suffer because yep. you're not going yep. to lunch with your friend. No. You know, you don't have time to catch a movie with your mom, which is also an important relationship. And so I started making a commitment to myself to say, hey, I'm going to make sure that I have two girlfriend days a month. Yeah. You know, it's going to make sure it's- that I spend time with my mother, that I spend time with my son, with my companion. And I sat there and I thought about that one day and I was like, man, I'm really at the point where I have to pencil this stuff in. Like, that's crazy. And I thought it was crazy that I had gotten to the point where I had to start setting goals to get back to the place of having connections <laughs> yep. with the special people in my life. Yep. So, I mean, when you say that, have no shame in it because I, I've been there and I'm still doing it. Yeah, especially as business owners, because it's like, Val, this thing can be pretty, pretty lonely. It's like, I even tell my husband, I have to put my head down. I have to get this thing done. Like I have to do this thing. I'm building this thing. I have to do this thing. By the time you look, it's like days have gone by. Hours have gone by. You haven't even seen each other, you know? And it's like, you cannot let that stop you from building relationships and keeping those relationships. No, no, nothing, nothing should stop that. One of the things that I discuss in my book is the tug of war effect. How you get to a point where your business or certain choices that you have made are putting you in tug of war with everyday things. And it starts making you feel like you're in an either or situation. And you realize, hey, I'm the person in the middle. I get to make the choice. And the choice does not have to be either or. It can be both. And the only thing it takes is readjustment. Perfect. It doesn't take making a decision. It just takes you looking at what you have going on, prioritizing and readjusting so that you are able to fulfill both of the things that you love without having to give up one for the other. That's a good goal. I'm going to have to check on you on that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's necessary. So necessary. I'm working on it. (laughs) And, And make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Now, the last question, and this is going to be really interesting. I can't wait to hear the answer. Oh, boy. Is if you had one word to describe yourself, what would that one word Ah! be and why? Oh, my gosh. My one word. My one word would be. I have several ideas. (laughs) My one word would be. I would say optimistic. I, w- I want to say colorful, but I'm going to say optimistic because I only have one choice. And that's obvious, Val. Um, my glass is always half full. I want it to be half full. I want it to stay half full. I want everybody around me, their glass to be half full. You know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be a pessimist. I don't want anyone to turn me into a pessimist. I just want to be who I am. And I just want to think positively. And some people in my life, people have tried to change me. Like they've wanted me to be like them, like to speak negatively and to just be, you know, like just down. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't, I can't. 
I'm going to be me. I'm going to stay the way I am. And sometimes people, even they warn you, they're like, oh, you know, you can't be optimistic all the time. You can't be so friendly. You can't be such and such. I just want to be me, guys. Please, please. So I would say optimistic. (laughs) And that you are. Like I said, you're one of the most authentic people I've ever met. It shows in everything you do that you appreciate life and you are very optimistic and positive. What would be your word for yeah. me? Well, what was word you were thinking? It was, it was somewhere along the lines oh, okay. of colorful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I could give you a couple of words, it would be like full of life. Okay. <laughs> but that's, but that's, good. that's good. Optimistic. And, and when you talk about people trying to change you, people have gotten so used to not being happy and not being positive. That when they see you being positive, being optimistic, being happy, it's almost like something is wrong with you, but it's not. You know, we were meant to enjoy life and be happy, but we just live in a society where people have just kind of diminished the importance of that. Yeah. You know, sometimes I wish like we could just have the brain that we have when we were older, like early on in life, so that the the 20 year olds, the 30 year olds, 40, 50 year olds can just free themselves from society's chains, you know, and just know that if they did whatever they want, society would adjust. Like if you just are free, I want your audience to know if you are free and you are yourself and you do what pleases you, society will adjust. Don't have to put yourself in a box to try to please anyone. Be who you are and society will adjust. I agree with you 100% because a lot of times what you think people are going to think about you never leaves your head. because <laughs> It's just something that you think about. It is really not reality. So, you know, when you start being yourself, you say, hey, that wasn't so bad. I could, you know, I could have done this a year ago. <laughs> I could have done this a year ago. And like you said, people would just say, you know, you, every now and again, you'll have someone who says, oh, I don't know this two side of you. But most people will just accept it and say, okay. And, you know, for the people who say, I don't know this side of you, I always say, well, get to know it because she's, <laughs> she's around for a long time. So get to know her. Good. 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 I love it. Well, Lisa, it has been such, such, such a pleasure having you. I love being here. I love being here. Val, you're just, like I said, for someone who's been in the business, you know, been an entrepreneur for years, you are authentic as well. And you're so supportive. Thank you for embracing me. Thank you for teaching me. Thank you for supporting everything that I do. You know, you you were on the website before other people were on the website and you were just, you know, you were just helping and I just love you for that. So thank you for having me. I wish you nothing but success with this podcast because people do need to shift their mindsets. They need to shift a lot of things. <laughs> so this, this podcast and the conversations that you've been having, I've been listening to them, are so necessary Sis, you are out here changing lives. Thank you for creating this. You're awesome. Okay. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And that's what I want to do. I just want to do what I can to let people know that they have the right to activate and step into their zone of success. 
Now, I know that this is the first time that you have stepped into the zone with me, but I'm sure that it would not be your last. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Ha, 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 ha.